I'ma go around the town, up in my way, up my shit. He's been making the sound. He's on which, where I'm from. Round till we making it out. Hey. Round till we making it out. Hey. Look. Go around the town. Up in my way, up my shit. He's not doing it. He's not doing it. Round after he lost, bro. Hold your L. Nah, I just didn't want to. Nah, I just didn't like how Lens looked at me like. Uh, like, it's not at me like. Uh, good job. Didn't give me no heads up or nothing. Let's go. I didn't like that. I just didn't like how Lens looked at me. I just wanted me to go, bro. I know. He gave me the cue. Didn't give me no countdown or nothing, bro. He's like, you ready to go, bro? Nah, what's up, everybody? It's your boy Frankie on the Juice Podcast. With me, as always. Juma. Isaac. Ain't no Jose this week, but still got a guest. You feel me? Oh, what's up? I'm Blake Johnson. Sweet speed coming up, bro. Thank you. Hey, no, I'm glad to be here, guys. No, legit. Yeah, nah, bro. For sure. Honestly, we still got to give a big salute to Jose because although he's gone, he's still be doing hella shit for the pot. Still doing all the postings, still active, communicating with the artists. So the fact that we still have shit set up and honestly, you don't know something about this place. We do have like neighbors mm-hmm. and the band just stopped. Oh, there so you go. Legit, bro, right when you like, like right when I was get you, bro, like he yeah. left. Right yeah, like you know, the band just left because it sucks. We had to reschedule somebody else, and mm-hmm. we were hoping it didn't happen to you. So we're really glad. I feel yeah. like it's like lining up kind of pretty good, you know. God's time, yeah. Was yeah. Right yeah. yeah. The timing was yeah. Way, way perfect. It, it kind of like it, like like right when you came, they're like, oh shit, Blake's here. They always do. Now, what was good with you, bro? How you doing? Just how was it? Of course, just even speak on yourself as an artist and just everything you do, bro, real quick. Just tell the people. Uh, man, I am a songwriter, first and foremost. Uh, I produce. Again, okay. I, I, I didn't know that. What's it? Yeah, and I record myself and record other, like, the other homies that need to be recorded. And, yeah, that's... Okay, <laughs> uh, so, so what'd you do first? Or just even, I feel like even the fact that you do multiple things, was it always a love for music? Or just how'd you even get to the point where you're doing all these things, you know? Hmm. Damn. Well, you know what? I started off as just like rapping, you know, just like writing and literally just like writing with pen and paper every day and just like writing raps and shit. And mm. then, uh, real quick, what was the motivation for that? It was just other influences or? You know, in the original motivation for that was I was listening to a lot of uh, uh, like Christian contemporary music. I don't know if you guys have ever heard that. It's no. like Jesus rock music. Okay? I just oh, okay. never would have thought that would have been the influence right now. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, no, wait, 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 wait. No, no, hold on. That's just no, the no, same. Like, in, in a good way, like. No, that's to say is like growing up that I wasn't really exposed to like a lot of music because okay. that was the only thing that was really around me. Okay. Um, just that's like what my parents listened to and then I went to a Christian school so like that's what that's all that there ever was mm-hmm. okay and then like top 40s radio and then in uh yeah and then in 8th grade like my older sister showed me some hip hop music and then it was just such a different flavor and mm-hmm. the shit she was showing me like wait, I can cuss on here yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so the shit she was showing me was like <laughs> I appreciate it. I always love it when people have it. I'm just checking, bro. I'm just making sure. All right. <laughs> what was up? What was like the first song or the first album that she showed you? Dude, she showed me uh, 
All Eyes on Me, Tupac, mm-hmm. and then her what an ex- introduction from Christian. Yeah, yeah, that, like, <laughs> yeah that's a real ass change up. Okay, like, see, okay, so I was thinking the beat I was, I was thinking about this. I was like, how, bro? How? This is like, he's literally talking about like guns and yeah, crazy shit. Yeah. And I honestly think like, one thing is that Tupac's energy and his fucking presence, like on a track and just in person, but like, that, not I've ever seen him in person, but you know, mm-hmm. from interviews, stage presence, right. whatever. Definitely. <laughs> you know, he's kind of got like the same passion as a lot of these, uh, church music events that I'd be going to uh, as a kid. Yeah, yeah, like a preacher. Because, like, when you go to... When you go to contemporary Christian concerts or even just church, you know what I mean? Sometimes they can get passionate as fuck. Like, they really believe what it is that they're saying. No, I agree. um, You know, about God and and whatever their uh, lesson plan is. And, you know, Tupac was kind of doing the same things, just in a completely different medium that I've never heard before. And then... um. Yeah, and then, I'm sorry, what was the rest of the question? No, it was based off, so like Frankie asked you what was the first song you heard, but like I was asking about how your introduction, and like you're saying your sister showed you Tupac. Oh, oh, and I so was like, like I, I was just saying that they're kind of like, yeah, kind of yeah. the same, a little bit, uh-huh. uh, in that regard, at least that's probably what resonated with me, but I was thinking of that, I was no, like, definitely. how the hell, like, did that start everything? Nah, I get you. Basically. To but. me, even with that, it has to do with like delivery, you know? Mm, like like mm-hmm. like in terms of I even spoke to you prior to this about someone who kind of just uses their regular voice mm. like in a song like we're mm. in an era where it is kind of melodic you can do layers you can someone who just talks to you with their regular voice and it resonates mm. has a big difference because you just believe them it's like believability is like a thing in, yeah. in music or just someone that's giving you a message in, in any field you know and I think to a teacher musician or you know it's just like delivery is a big thing in all of this Dude, yeah, absolutely. And if you can't say it with your own, with your chest and with your own voice, and like, right. I don't know why you're, what are you, why are you saying it? You know what I mean? Definitely. I mean, granted, uh, man, I, I was gonna uh, like how validate it with like, oh, I guess like some people, you know, like an actor or something, mm-hmm. they're using somebody else's voice technically, mm-hmm. but right. uh, in the realm of music, like it's it's super important that for me at least. Like, in my artistry, it's important that I'm saying everything, like, with my voice that I don't need to, you know, be putting a lot of uh, auto-tune and shit on it or whatever live, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No hate to auto-tune, T-Pain. We no, no, definitely. But, um, it's, it's still love on this side. Yeah. But, uh... Even when you're writing, so, like, like was it was it after you heard one Tupac song you knew you were going to start writing and stuff? Or, or was, just, like, was it... <laughs> You know, like what was your rabbit hole after that? It was a it was a summer of Tupac music. It was <laughs> Tupac, Rascass, mm. uh, Eminem, yeah, he's, he's Macklemore. Actually, Macklemore yeah. was just getting on. Well, not just getting on, but he was just like the highest album yeah. came out. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and yeah, I mean, a lot of that stuff like resonated with me when I was younger, mm-hmm. and okay. also exposed me to a lot of ideas that. Um, had been kind of like taboo, you know what I mean? Because I grew up with, uh, like, around a lot of, like, conservative ideas and shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And uh, no hate, but it's just, like, you know, I can't remember. I think it was, uh, what's that song he has about gay love? Same love. Same love. 
Macklemore, okay. I just know that first line. It's just like, oh, what is it? In third grade, I thought oh, I was gay. In third grade, I thought that I was gay. Yeah, it, it was, was crazy. Yeah, everybody was like, hey, bro, bro. It was just that one bar. Friend, bro. Like, one bar. I don't think I've ever heard the song, actually. <laughs> yeah, I just know that bar from, like, everybody. Because I'd be on socials, yeah. too, like Twitter and Instagram. But they would just, there was a time where they would Dude. just quote that as a thing. Well, see, because Macklemore had, like, that, excuse me, the, uh, like, Lesson stuff that I guess I related to from the Christian music I was talking about earlier. Mm. It's more concept based. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Tupac was talking about things that it wasn't until no, later that like, I understood. Like, like what changes was going real on. quick, or like the, like the song changes, you know? Yeah, dude. And of course, like in eighth grade, I'm listening to that and I'm like, I'm going through changes. Mm. I'm going through puberty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then, uh, yeah, and then later you get like more aware of just kind of like what goes on actually in the world. Definitely. And yeah, and but I just remember my older sister showed me like <laughs> so much, uh, bless you, so much Thank like you. it was honestly just a summer of like the All Eyes on Me deluxe album and uh, Eminem and yeah, and then Macklemore. That summer going into high school is what mm. like really that's really what got me started on like rapping and shit, you know, because that's what I'm listening to. And then, oh, I'm also listening to like Team Backpack sp- Cyphers and shit mm. like that. I know you know about yeah, that shit. Bro. That's yeah. the Hobson era. Dude, the Hobson <laughs> era. That's what we were talking about. Like when I first saw you <laughs> in the Dizzy show. Right, you feel me? I was on all of it. Like, dude, trust, these side shit like that. Like, dude. Yeah. 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 No, that's why. Was, it, it, was that the one that shocked you the most, Tupac? Or was it an artist where like you listen to him and you're like, what the fuck? You can even, like, that you could even do this? Hmm. Okay, wait. When you say shocked, like you mean by well, their just artistry just, or by what they're saying, or just yeah. compared to Christian music? You yeah, because yeah. you said it was like oh, big well, like opened like opened up your your view of music. Oh man. I'm trying to think because back then probably. I mean, Tupac talking about fucking in the bathroom. I mean, that was crazy to me. <laughs> Dude, I promise you, bro. I was like, how is he talking about this? But then on the next track, talking about, like, overcoming drug addiction. Yeah, like, yeah, the, yeah bro. I, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? That's so That's kind of crazy, bro. Growing up listening to that shit, I didn't even I listen to that part of the album, bro. in a sense. Like, cause my mom and my like, dad, yeah. all of them, they'd be like, no, 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 we're not listening to that part of the album. Dude, right? yeah, we're going to talk about the other shit. Okay, wait, no, I would listen to the clean versions Same, like basically bro. only. Wow. So now, yeah. even today, dude, I hear like some of those songs that I just love like listening to growing up. It's that not I hear, the version I, I, hear the, I hear the explicit version and a piece of me is still like, oh my God. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, I was singing this shit like that. Dude, that always trips me up whenever I hear someone that, that was raised that way. Cause yeah, I, yeah, yeah. like I grew up listening to that. I'd rather fuck with you. <laughs> yeah, same, bro. Like when I was five. All right, so look, even yeah. with like uh, in the club, yeah. I didn't heard the radio version more than I really. Before. Yeah, way more than the explicit mm-hmm. version. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, cause I, I grew, way more than the I grew up listening version. to nothing but the explicit version with my dad. Damn. So like the only person that fucked me up. had access. CDs. Is- my dad would just bump everything and yeah. burn everything and bump okay. everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. see, that's so what I'm saying. So you go to swap meet and just get everything. I feel like, yeah, see, yeah. I, like, for me, I didn't start till my older brother. Mm. So, like, by, you know, by the time we started burning stuff, I'm already, like, at an older age, so all the music is getting old, you know? Mm. But, like, when it was, like, the MNF 50 era, like, yeah, we're, it was it was the radio version first, or, like, BET. Oh, okay. You know, so, like, BET showing the music video. So, like, you can tell they're, like, mm. changing the way they're, like, sounding on it, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, But, yeah, it still be... 
kind of like trying to make it like PG, you know what I mean? That's crazy. That's crazy to me. Yeah. yeah so just even going back to the, the writing. So immediately after, or like maybe not even like immediately, who was your influence? Like, was it Pac? Like with, like, as you said, or even Macklemore, because it was like conceptual type of writing or just even with your style, like formulating it, what did you want to be like? Well, I don't know, dude. Back then, that was like a completely different version of music and like writing and even my my per, my perception of the world and like what I was seeing. Mm-hmm. So move the, move the mic a little closer to you. So I was very limited to like really good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was very limited on my perception of the world, so I was very like a completely different person. Mm-hmm. Completely different person. So back then, I mean, yeah, just whatever I was listening to, I wanted to sound like that. Okay. Um, but as for like today, I mean, w- the writing that I do now is like influenced by not only events that happen in my everyday life, but also like, uh, you know, even just like the media that you consume, whether it be like movies and the mm. way, because, okay, it's something I've been getting into recently. I used to hate watching movies and stuff, but recently. Why? I just that's crazy because I'm a movie fanatic. Yeah, so really? my brother's yeah. like that. You send me other links because I fucking hate watching movies. I don't have the patience for it. Damn. All right, so yeah, what is it you? about it that you hate about movies? Because I can tell you what I like. Until recently, okay, but what was like so? What was what was like pushing me away from movies for so long was the I don't know, just like it took forever and it always seemed like it was the same like up and then down. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Okay. Like, okay, of course the hero gets the girl. Like, of course she's not going to die. Okay. Like, whatever. You so know do you like sports movies? Sports movies? Yeah. I was, mm-hmm. I was about to say, you probably don't like, like, sports movies or, like, superhero movies either, huh? No, like, I feel like you like sports movies because... But see, I love superhero movies. You do? Because <laughs> I feel like those are, like, like, the same stories told all the time. Or, like, yeah. Yeah. The bad guy. Yeah, I feel like some sports movies yeah. See, that's like, crazy. They vary, bro. I disagree what? with that. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. What about sports movies? What? They vary. They vary. Yeah. Because like, bro, like, Friday Night Lights, bro, like, for example, is, like, a prime example to me, bro. The whole movie's going their way. You're thinking they're about to pull off some shit. Lose like at the one, bro. Yeah. They lose at the one, bro. Yeah. Oh, well, thanks for ruining it for me. Everybody <laughs> watching. Well, no. <laughs> no, I'm totally <laughs> kidding. Bad, 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 bad. Bad. No, no, no. We just got to get you, like, intrigued. So we got to tell yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, okay, so, so, see, that is, like, not what I'd be expecting. I think the last... You should sports movie I saw was Blindside. Blindside. That's, that's light, too. Yeah. That was the last one. That's the last one I ever saw. And that one can't even, like... Damn. It's just too. It's too one on one. It's right. not really. Yeah, that's not a really. It's, it's not, not a team dynamic. Team, yeah. You know, yeah. that one's really one on one. Different when like, it goes to showing like different people's like dynamics. Like to me, know. I can understand why. Uh, the reason I said just even going back to your point, why I disagree which, which, with, with like superhero movies. Oh yeah. Because um, I believe in character development, right. and I always say this about movies. That's my biggest thing because I feel like Characters, I'm always. Yep. Like that's my biggest thing in the way I like music. People who are really intros- like really introspective. Right. That's just character development. Like you're telling me about your no. process and progress. You know. I, no, I, I agree with you too. No, I, just, I was just saying dude, that's what most people say about superhero movies. Okay, okay, like, okay. Uh, the, the the bad guy loses at the end. You know? Okay, yeah. yeah. Now see, to me, like, cause our recent age with superhero movies, they tend to build up the villains. Yeah, for multiple you know? movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like they'll do you. It's like fucked up to understand the villain, like yeah. I'm on his side, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. to like feel like that sometimes. Yeah. And I feel like, but like if they didn't set up the story 
I wouldn't feel that way. Right. Kind of similar, bro. It's so crazy that like I don't even want to use this example because all the controversy. But this Kanye shit. Mm-hmm. There's people that love his music so much mm-hmm. that like there's nothing that could deter them right. from anything. Right. And like I'm a person where now I'd rather fuck with you now. Like I don't care how much you did for me. Like you couldn't save me, bro. But if you're like on a different time than I am now, but that's how I'm as an adult now. You right. know. Like there's stuff that I just disagree with you. You know. Like yeah. now I can be on like in an adult mind. And be on different type of time you are, you know, like different value, different morals, or just the way you view things. But I can respect like your art and what you do, you know, right? Shit like that, you know. So that's why I say the villain aspect in in a movie. Sometimes you won't really understand their motive until you see how they're built up. Mm. And I'll fucking bro, like I I like a good villain, bro. No, definitely. And there's people that love Joker. Yeah, like they movie Joker. Yeah, or or just like understand his character, you know, like Thanos. Yeah. There's people that like swore they believe that half the world should get snapped, bro. Like yeah. that was a real opinion. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. That was like a real opinion yeah. of people to me, yeah. and, it, and it was weird. But it's like it'd be dumb for me to think that there's not other people on the other side of me, you know? Mm-hmm. When there's always a, like there's always the other side of it, you know? Shit like that. But yeah, I can always go back to the sports movies because there's a lot of character development, and there's people you can love and hate. So, so that's why I love sports movies because. Or just even you, what I've recently found I like in a movie is like simple plot, mm. complex characters. Okay? Yeah, same here. Like same here. Because uh, complex cl- plot with simple characters doesn't work. But yeah, like no. when the character, because you can relate more to the character, even if it's like literally a fucking alien trying to destroy half the world. Mm-hmm. Some people really are like, yeah, fuck these people. But you know what? Yeah, you got you got a point. That's what I was gonna say is like what's been getting me recently more into like consuming like television and mm-hmm. movies and stuff. I'd love to send you a list, bro, because I feel like Dude, I yeah, like hook it up. But like going back to uh, understanding the villain, right? Like mm-hmm. That's something that I feel like is for this generation super important because one, we like to understand everything. We like to have all the info. Right. But also, because back in the day, like my dad's older, okay? He's almost right. 70 years old. So he's, well. he's used to like the hero and like the fucking like, uh, like westerns and shit. Like where, cow- I was about to say like cowboy movies. Yeah, yeah. The cowboy movie where yeah. it's just like the hero, this heroic, like perfect dude. Perfect dude. Yeah. Unstoppable. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what he fucking lives yeah. for. I see that shit and I'm like, I, I don't understand this. What's the, where is the rise and fall? But then for I our, just never be knowing how these fools is that nice. But I think <laughs> like, just right from the hip. Oh, they'd be mad, yeah. they be mad <laughs> regular to me, bro. Like, yeah, bro. Yeah. What you do, you, you just work? Yeah, back then. Yeah. That's all you do is <laughs> just work. Just work. Like, I'm yeah. not saying it's not cool, but like, yeah. No, back then the movie stars didn't even have to get above. They just had to put bro. it on their chest. And that was like, yeah. Fucking brother, like, yeah, right in the shoulder. Yeah, you just had that base in your voice. That's what I'm saying. Clean shave and that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, I don't know none of that. So, yeah, and then understand the villain. Like, I mean, I feel like also it's really cathartic to see what made this person snap. Like, mm-hmm. the example I'm going to use that's coming to mind is the Joker movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, with uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Right. Dude, holy shit. My sister literally, like, fucking cried and had to leave that shit I almost cried a couple times during that shit just cause he's in like so much pain you know Definitely. what I mean yeah. it's kinda cathartic to like be involved in this movie for a second see somebody like go through some shit and then become something bigger than like their fucking pain even if it is for fucking evil Definitely. Right. and to me in that movie it's like the fact that he was encountering everyday life like he would just go to his job and get hated on 
Yeah, fuck <laughs> yeah, it. You, yeah. you know, fuck it. Yeah. I'm gonna just yeah. leave. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, all right, yeah. fuck it. This place made me mad. Yeah. You know, maybe the next place might not make you as mad. He, he goes on the train. So then, and then it's like, mm. why does another man just trying to do regular stuff? He wasn't trying to be like in people's business. He wasn't trying to do anything out of the ordinary. And sometimes, like, you'll still just not be, or like, like I don't want to say appreciated, but just like, I don't know, just like, unaccepted. That's like, like, sometimes a thing, you know? Right. And to me, bro, like, on the most civilized level, like, I remember going to school in an area where it was all white, you know? Mm. And, 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 and just even at Kennedy, where we're not, it was all white, but it's just upper middle class. I say that's a better terminology. Mm. Upper middle class. Mm-hmm. And I'm coming from a place where it's not as, you know? Mm. So when you don't have over there, it's like, it's really like a look down thing, you know? Mm. A place where there was no uniform and shit like that, you know? You just catch a rock, run clothes, everything. Like, if you were the same fit, like, twice, like, three times a month, it was like, yeah. look down on, you know? Yeah. And it's like, bro, I'm just doing regular stuff. I'm just coming to school, yeah. trying to be regular, and yeah. you guys are just, like, against me. Like, why am I... Like, why am I being... That's crazy, man. You know? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but that's just even when you change classes. Right. Like, that's like... On the, bro, I'm watching the boondocks right now. They just came across some money in the show, you know? But they're in an upper-middle-class area where it's like people who just don't accept who they are. Like, it's mm-hmm. like... Like, in like just being unaccepted rather than... You know? Like, so I use a joke... Like, just as you the Joker movie, it's just I know there's multiple instances in life where it's like that in a sense. Yeah. Yeah, and also, like, that movie shows, like... There's not really a lot of empathy in his world, you know what I mean? Yeah, empathy is a big word. Yeah, yeah word. I mean, also it's you know, like consideration for what you got going on in a sense, you know? Yeah, but the but yeah, but it's also I mean the whole villain like come up is kind of like a hero story in and of itself because as he, people, I mean, we just love that. We love that like hero come up, whether it be uh, Nipsey Hussle, whether it be the Joker's agree. like origin story, right. the. Seeing them become something bigger than just like suffering, you know what I mean. Right. But that's also just like the spirit of uh, that's like the energy of of, of creation, though. You know what I mean? Like mm. when you're creating, you're taking you're you're taking and expressing something, whether it be pain, whether it be just fucking feeling yourself, whether it be whatever. Like you're taking it and making it something bigger, whether it be like you know, so, uh, uh, art or or. Uh, music, whatever. I can't even like think of anything else. No, definitely. Yeah. Not to me, because like art is is like really broad. Because yeah. I say like I love mu- uh, movies, and to me that's like an art form. Like the yeah, yeah, of course. It, you know? So it still qualifies under that that, that that like same umbrella in a sense, you know. But um, to just even go back to our original question, but at the beginning, it's cool that we even got this far mm. to get to the stage where you start recording and making it into. A passion and like a real life thing when did you even make music like that for you bro mm, so then in college like i mean i knew how to record myself with the basics like literally just get the also the audio file to the fucking like a usb microphone like just mm. raw into the like right, garage band the mud. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. what program did you use Literally Garage Band. First, uh, yeah. it was Audacity. Okay. Yeah, okay. So many start with Audacity. Audacity. Dude, no, how it yeah. started, start in eighth grade, I had like the iPod playing the beat, and then I took my mom's phone, okay, because she had, she just got like the, the first iPhone that came out and used voice memos 
and then would like would hear it in the headphone, record it to the voice memo, email it to myself, and then put in Audacity and hope it lines up. <laughs> like, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jay Mack was saying the same shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, was, he was like an iPod, yeah. yeah Dude, that, yeah. That, to me, that's just love for the craft. Yeah. To even attempt yourself, you know? And then so going through people, I'm just like, I, I want to do this well, shit. Well, I had no idea. Nobody in my school, like, did recording or anything, okay? Mm. So then in college, okay, I was like, had a slightly better recording setup, and I met this one dude, Slow Wine for Good Times. Okay, Big John, all love. Um, and he showed me his shit, and he had a lot of demos where he was just like mumbling. He was more of like a mumble rapper, Migos type, anyways. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like exactly what I just did that just yeah. mumbling because he didn't have words for it. Mm. And but it sounded like radio quality. I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, I'm over here busting my ass, yeah, right? He, he just had some these dudes. I come through. No, I was just saying this. Yeah, and I'm like, and I'm like, how does your shit <laughs> sound so good? Mm. And he showed me how to mix. Like, oh wow. After that, yeah, mm-hmm. and then I just took some time to like learn how to mix and record. Uh. And that opened up like a whole new world because one, I didn't got, you don't got to go to the studio with some random ass people to right. be like, yo, let me like, can I go and spit my shit real quick? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, just like being dependent. Yeah. 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 And so then you get to like kind of dive more into yourself and your own artistry with, with figuring out different ways of expressing yourself. Cause then you're also not scared to like drop your ego a little bit. At least for me, like I'm not scared to, that's how I even was able to end up singing was cause by myself, I'm like, just let me try this melody right here. Let me try like. Damn, so you were heavy rap bass at first, dude. I yeah, that's what I like. That's crazy because listening to your style, nah, I would thought you were singing from the jump. Mm, I appreciate that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <sorry. laughs> I know a lot. Yeah, no, especially when you brought up like the church, like yeah, uh, I, I thought sorry. for sure you were gonna say something about being like an acquired type, honestly. Well, yeah, you know, there's a couple like talent shows and shit I did where I wanted to sing because uh, I had this like there's like two songs that I just loved singing. But, I mean, other than that, like, I wasn't really, I don't know, to think about it. I guess I've always been into, like, performing and shit. Because I was in theater for, in, like, high school. Mm. And. Was that by, like, 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 you knew you wanted to do stuff with theater? Or that was just, ah, I'm going to just take this? Uh, I think it's because the girl that, like, was taking yeah, theater. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's warranted, fam. Yeah. Yo, what class did you get? Yeah. 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 yeah, I mean. Yeah, nothing ever happened with me and her, but it's all right. Definitely, like that. Me like that, bro. Yeah, but instead, little do you know, she just made you have to be in theater. Like that was the reason. I found my real first love. (laughs) Music, (laughs) (laughs) but (laughs) shit performing. Hey, I'm here. You said whole name. You said music. (laughs) (laughs) You caught me. You caught me. You caught me. But. Uh, so anyway, so okay. Point being though is like once I could record myself a bit mm-hmm. was when I was able to be a little bit more independent, explore some things, and now be able to make like the music that I'm making, you know. Mm-hmm. And I mean, self discovery is like a huge part of music, but a huge part of like my own journey as well. It's like I like, you know, what I mean, taking some time to just be with myself for a little bit, figure out hey, what's kind of like going on, you know, right now. No, definitely. That's really sick, bro. Um, just even you can speak on like uh, maybe some like uh, some of the people you work with and because I you know I saw you at a performance mm-hmm. and you had a whole band with you so how did that transition to you recording your own music to 
with my performances. I want a band with me. I care about the aesthetic that I'm giving out. Mm. And just even prior to research, I was talking to Frankie. We see a lot of videos with you, you know? So, like, how is it transitioning to I'm going to become an artist? Mm. Like, I'm going to identify who Blake Jones is, choosing the name even as well. Like, just the whole overall scope, mm. you know? The name, Blake Jones. That is my legal name. Okay, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. So, it wasn't even uh, a hard thing. Just like, yeah. I know how, like, uh, basically, you knew how you wanted to brand yourself? Yeah. Okay. Well, actually, no. I mean, that's still, that took some time. I just said, yeah. But, no, it took, it took uh, some time to figure out that part you know what I mean because for a while you're just you're just creating you know what I mean and like still to this day I feel like a lot of the time like artists we get stuck in a box once we literally once you release your first song and start like getting into artist development and branding sometimes you can get stuck in like this headspace where you think you gotta be like a certain kind of way and right. do things a certain is that on brand and da 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 mm-hmm. like you forget kind of why you started, you know, but I just try to make sure that everything I do is honest with what, what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also transitioning to the, having a band with you, and oh, like yeah. your aesthetic for, for like performances, how is it you trying to transition in? I want this as my look, you know? Mm, well, cause I've been around a lot of live music as well. So I, I was a promoter for, Oh, damn. Yeah, I was a promoter for, like, rock bands in Orange for, like, oh, yeah. maybe a year when yeah, I first yeah. ever got to Santa Ana. Um, and Where were you prior to? Well, you know what? I was, like, mostly... My dress has always been Santa Ana, and yeah. I grew up in Orange, and okay, then okay. came to Santa Ana okay, in It's still, like, within 10 minutes of... Yeah, I get yeah, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, like... Yeah, so... I always just, like, think, like, when I started college... When I started college is basically, like my journey from Santa in Santa Ana began, mm-hmm. you know, and it's been nothing but love. Um, I'm sorry, what was your question? <laughs> Basically, so just to even go deeper, how'd you choose your band members? Dude. Are they homies? What's up? Okay. How do you Motherfucking Trey. Let me just get direct. Motherfucking gender Who the fuck basis. Is your band members, okay. <laughs> Dude, this motherfucker. Okay. You say gender, gender, gender basis? Ginger basis, okay? <laughs> that is his brand. Holy Come down, on. Holy okay. Down. Motherfucking Trey. I met him when I first got here. <laughs> and he was like, I don't know, probably 18, and I was maybe like 21 or 20. Hmm. When I first got, I don't know, for, when we first ever met, we were young as fuck, okay? And I just remember, he was so dope, okay? Like, literally how he was actually playing, because of just the, I don't know, just the choices he made. I really appreciate, like, his musicality, you know? And he would always be hitting me up, like, hey, you want to work on something today? Whatever, whatever. And mm. schedules didn't line up until he's later. About it. He's just about it. Yeah, until... Someone just as, vet, like, uh, just as invested as you, it makes it hit. Yeah, and that was something that really, like, uh, put me on to Trey was because his... Yeah, because that shit, it wasn't, like... It wasn't, like, any weird, like, pretentious, like, oh, I, you know... Yeah, I was just I just fuck with it. Okay, mm-hmm. that's all I can say. Yeah, un, to me, unforced energy. Like yeah. you know, he doesn't want anything out of this. He, like he just probably fucks with me just as much as I fuck with his work right. in a sense. To me, the work always will speak for itself. It's like an equal know? amount of appreciation on both sides. Definitely, yeah, yeah. that's what it is. It's like 
we like a, we both know our right. like our goal behind this in a sense. So, yeah, uh, that's sick, bro. And he's really good at he has a really good uh, ear for listening because mm. it's not just like input output with him. He's like, well, you know, what's this song really trying to do? Like, what's the vibe we're trying to go for with the song? How can I express that? How can I help you like to be able to express it as well? That's not the conversation we have whatsoever. Mm-hmm. That's that's literally all just energy that happens. Okay, he doesn't say any of that <laughs> shit. <laughs> okay, that's what I mean. Is like he just fucking gets it. Uh-huh. Um, that's fine. So yeah, fucking Trey. Other than that, uh, I gotta stop hyping him up, bro. <laughs> Continue, please, bro. So then, yeah. So then, I've worked with like a, he, he's like specs, he's the one who's been with me since like every live show. Basically, every live show I've done, he's been a part of it. Okay. And then you know, I know a lot of musicians because just being a part of the scene in Santa Ana. So okay. like, okay. Sometimes I have other people fill in for other things, and also working with uh, my boy Gavin, who is just an incredible like instrumentalist. I mean, this dude is. Uh, he's like peaceful but edgy as well so I appreciate that that side of him <laughs> and then and then yeah and then just like guitars guitarists I mean have been uh, like kind of hard to come by and find because they tend to be the busiest definitely shit, you know so yeah shout out anybody who's worked with me Andrew uh 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 uh, Chris motherfucking Tremor uh, 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 Oh my god Anybody else that I, Okay anybody else is, Nah definitely Fuck That's me. sick bro <laughs> Just even speaking On your first live performance When was that bro Or just even On my what On your first live performance Oh Dude Fuck We're talking about it Let's get it He sounds talking about it Let's get it Let's get it First live performance yeah, Like bro. ever Yeah just yeah, Taking the, the I got songs now the people need to hear it, you know? Dude. <laughs> I was 16. Um, 16? There was, this, there was this organization called Table 87. Do you guys know them? Mm-mm. No. That would have been so crazy. No. Okay, so they're not around anymore, but they're a promotion company putting on shows. And I had no idea who they Volker? were. I don't know, dude, because this is when I was in high school, <laughs> so I wasn't really... Bless you. I wasn't really locked in with, like, the scene, per se. Oh, okay. But, uh, I don't know. So, first performance ever, though, it was next to these train tracks. Like, a warehouse next to the train tracks. Okay. And, uh, yeah, when I was performing, I remember I practiced, like, the whole fucking week for it. And the night before, me and my homie were like, hell yeah, let's drink to, um, you know, to celebrate. And we're 16, so we get fucking blackout drunk, okay? We smoke, we drink, we do the literally... Slurring God was knows what. So, no, 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 that was the night before. So okay, we wake okay. up that's a, that's a in the same clothes oh, that we were wearing. And I'm just like, yo, bro. That's <laughs> like, how you feeling? He wasn't even awake, bro. We were just fucking hungover as shit. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Young as hell. Yeah, yeah dude. It was like it was brutal. Twisted, oh yeah, twisted. Yeah. So, um, did my first show ever? Like hungover as shit, and yeah, I remember the train went by like right before the drop of like my fucking third song. Hey, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it was like not really. It was more like it was a, meant to happen. Yeah, yeah, it was more, it was more like a talent show more than a 
more than like a performance. You know? no, I get you. That just sounds rugged. But first, like performance that I actually consider my first performance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was when I was sixteen. It was the first time I ever rapped in front of anybody. Okay. Um, first time I ever like performed my own music. I was in. Uh, I was in college. 2019, I think. So I'm in Santa Ana. There's this warehouse show at uh, actually next to FTG, if you know where that is, if you're from Santa Ana. Yeah. It was like this little warehouse art show, and it was me and just a bunch of like just random ass like rappers. And I just remember like full fucking, I was prepared as fuck. Like, I was ready to do this shit, bro. I was like, because I've been going to a lot of shows. I mean, I was a promoter. And I was booking like rock. I was also booking rap for a little bit. And you know, sometimes how do you get into that being a promoter, dude? Ah, oh, man, I'll get into that in a second. Um, but, but I mean, you know how it is. Sometimes you go to these like local shows and all peace and love, but you're just kind of like, man, this shit's like fucking mid. Like, I'm yeah. sorry, not to be a hater, but I was ready to just like do something with energy. You know what I mean? That's what I wanted to fucking see. You right. Know? And also reflecting on my own rap shit where I was like I don't ever want to do what I did at that train station yeah anyway so that show was just fucking crazy first of all I didn't even expect that like reaction from the audience mm. but I just remember such a positive and like just such a positive like embrace from the audience mm. that I just fell in love with performing all over again mm. at that point sorry, what, was it, what was your question? Uh, how'd you get into being like a promoter or even promotion in general uh, man I hit up this promotion company on Facebook with like basically a cover letter but in a Facebook message just saying how like I'm really trying to figure out what I want to get into the music scene and I see your guys' stickers everywhere like blah 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 mm-hmm. and dude was just like yeah come on in like we'll interview you and see what you you know can do That's and pretty good. yeah it was a lot of like booking bands and a lot of just like there's a lot of booking bands. <laughs> like, how was that having to like keep in contact with bands and even having to schedule them? Because I'd imagine they'd be like mad busy. <sighs> Music artists are fucking annoying. <laughs> All of us, yeah, okay, are it. fucking annoying. <laughs> even fuck, dude. Oh, like, I was <laughs> like, fuck yeah. <laughs> Trying to get an artist to like, yes. commit to a town to record a music video, bros. <laughs> dude, I know. Crazy. It's fucking annoying. <laughs> Damn, I feel like I asked a question I should have. Dude. I'm drinking it. Like, I, I should have. I'm sorry. I should have. Dude, no, I feel like I just got a lens over here. Just like, man, fucking guys. No, it's so true, bro. Because all musicians are late, bro. Like, they run on, on musician time, bro. They're like at least a half hour late. Like... <laughs> <laughs> sometimes oh, they just don't show up <laughs> but uh, yeah I just uh, fucking how was it working with them yeah like, so, just like, it was like literally just correlate with this it was it was cool I learned a lot of shit I know I did um, but like it really tests your patience and now I have really good patience for everything but driving but yeah mm. <laughs> I really do try to see it through. Yeah. Now we touched a little bit on your uh, on your vocal side, bro. So what you knew from then you wanted to do production as well? Because I didn't even know you mentioned that. I didn't even know you did production. Mm, yeah. Do you do production for your own stuff as well, or? Yeah. The. Yeah, you know what? I have been producing like for 
for a while mostly focused on like songwriting hmm. but production was something that i got into mostly out of necessity because i was like well we need to be able to make like the fucking beats you know what i mean and i need to understand this language that i'm speaking to these people like when we're recording or if we're trying to make something so uh yeah i do produce like uh, a lot of my a lot of my own stuff um the can't convince me album i think like probably at least four or five of those were all me mm. and then for the next album i got coming out in 2023 we have uh all, i think actually all looks most of them i think like all but two songs so far are produced by me. Okay. All but three songs, actually. Like, but yeah. Like Just even speaking on newer stuff coming out, can we get into maybe your first album you drop, and then and then we can possibly get into the you know the next rollout? Like, what was mm. your first tape that you did drop or album or? Mm. First tape I ever dropped with was was with my best friend Gianni Boyajian, because uh, he was producing on FL for like the longest time mm-hmm. and. Yeah, and then I was rapping, but we just didn't really, like, click musically for a while. And then one day he was like, hey, dude, I have this idea for a project. I would love for you to, like, rap on it. And we dropped a rap project called Phone Keys Wallet. Mm. And I'm not sure if you can find that anywhere. (laughs) Like, though, if you know, you know. Okay. Um, And then... As I was there, you was lucky, you feel me? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, it was probably like a little five-song EP. Okay. And then we got what else did we have? Then okay, and then you want me, what am I doing right now? <laughs> Going in the order of <laughs> your tapes, please. Okay, because so the ones that I heard was intermission, and then borderline because I know intermission is only three songs, right? Yeah. And then just majority, as I told you, I saw your YouTube catalog. Mm-hmm. So, so, so it was a bunch of singles in a sense I feel like the way I was I was viewing them so maybe even speaking on your singles or just other tapes that you did as well you know mm. yeah so I don't know because each tape was uh, like reflective of kind of like what you're what's going on in that time but it's kind of okay. like I felt like Phone Keys Wallet me and Gianni that was just the first time I'd ever like work with a concept or like a and a producer and like figuring out what are we trying to make it sound like and we had a solid concept you know what I mean and I feel like that's kind of the foundation for a lot of my albums and mixtapes and what I when I drop a project mm-hmm. that was like a really good foundation for that shit because mm-hmm. as you know like sometimes as an artist I've seen it dude it's just because I've seen it so many times like they'll drop a you know they'll just drop like some singles and then no hate in that like they'll drop singles but then they haven't been able to put together like a whole concept mm-hmm. and a lot of the time now I feel like I feel like albums and mixtapes are just well basically that just big ass mixtapes with yeah, just, just songs. like a compilation of songs yeah. yeah yeah you know what I'm saying and people really I'm really I'm I'm really like in love with the with like themes and what is this person trying to say mm. or express like through this so Funky's wallet. I'm trying to go through this quick, okay? <laughs> like, do your thing, do your thing, bro. Uh, and then I had a project called Liftoff, mm-hmm. which... I, was, I listened a little bit of that one. Was yeah. like Drowning in Summer was my personal favorite off that uh, one. Dude, thank you. That's my favorite yeah. song. Yeah, that one kind of hit with me, bro, because 
just like the part when um I forgot exactly what you said, but when you're like saying um when I reach out to my friend but he can't reach back no more, mm-hmm. and then like how you were just saying, bro, like um like the one part that really hit with me was like um like when was the last time I was really home? Cause like I lost a friend like when I used to live in Tulare, so when I had to come back home for like the funeral, kind of sucked. Like having to come home for that. Yeah. So like that part kind of just yeah, yeah kind of. I'm rest in peace, your friend, man. Yeah, thank you, bro. Uh, yeah, I wrote that about. Yeah, I wrote that about my brother that uh, mm-hmm. passed away. He. Rest in peace, I'm yeah, sorry. I lost you, bro. He was my yeah. He was like my absolute best friend, and then. Uh, the line you're talking about was it is reaching for my brother but he doesn't reach back no more yeah like yeah dude i mean that song i'm really just talking about that was like the heaviest song on that project of yeah that was the heaviest song i could i found off your catalog for sure because like the rest of them are just talking about like just being lit being fucking young and being lit like <laughs> yeah. basically uh but but then that one, like, I was really scared to put that one out, you know, actually, because I've never been that vulnerable on track. Mm. But, yeah, rest in peace, Henry, dog. That, uh... Yeah, I can't remember even what I was saying about that, so I got distracted. No, it's not good. We were just but, speaking about your albums, and, like, you mentioned Can't Convince Me, and then he, and then he mentioned that song, so... Yeah, the lift, lift, you, lift yeah. Off. So Lift Off was, like, really kind of... Let me like try to find my own, uh, like find my own. Basically, mm. was what I was trying to get with on that album. Mm. You know, what's my style? Because when I put out Lift Off, all that was around me was like trap rap and like jazz rap. Oh sure, okay. no, that's literally no hate. It's just like that's what I was yeah, exposed yeah, yeah. to. So I was scared to even put that project out because it's a little bit more yeah, poppy it was more and, different than what you're surrounded by. Yeah, so I was like, about. man, how are they gonna like receive this? And then we threw a release party at the Cool Lab project, all fucking love, and we were lit ever since. So then some time goes by and right before the pandemic i was like trying to put together an album but like it just was not coming together you know so i put out this little three song ep called intermission because it's an intermission between the fucking albums and it was just really like personal like some shit that i was going through and that song i made like two out of three of the beats which was just a challenge like for myself to try to figure yeah. out I wouldn't do all three of them but the third Which one was one? Just, you know. did uh, something something in intermission or you did no no something something and light jacket, light jacket. okay and then finally some time passed there's some singles that come out and then we get to can't convince me which was like the first full body of work that that I have like took the time to put together and figure out the concept and shit mm. and I mean that was just a fucking beautiful process you know for yeah that was beautiful that was that was like fucking beautiful dog we were up like pretty much all of October like we did not go to bed until three like to to, to just get the show ready and shit that's active like yeah. and I literally had only you know I kind of like dreamed about that like grind lifestyle and shit from you know I mean you listen to hip hop music and interviews and shit and you think that's what it is all the time Yeah. but I mean I don't know that shit just really pushed me to like my limits that that season and the fucking fruit that came from it was beautiful 
It's a harness. Oh, shit. I'm listening. I'm listening. That's fire, bro. Thank you, dog. Had you even come up with the concept? Or, like, what, or what was the main preface of the whole vibe of the project? Can't Convince Me actually turns a year on October 22nd, which I don't know if this is going to come out before then, but... Um, that's this weekend. This, this should after, come out okay. next after, Friday. Yeah. Okay, after. for sure. Well, yeah. So, Can't Convince Me just hit a year. Um, and what was like? What, what was the, what was the question? Or just or like a, what was the vibe and the concept of the, of the whole thing? You know, like what were you? Mm. Maybe the mentality you're in, like compared to past stuff, was it? Like, I need to progress from my past stuff. Like, what was... Because even how you spoke on Liftoff, majority of the songs were maybe turned up and only one song was vulnerable. Was this Can't Convince Me majority vulnerable? Was, like, uh, just maybe, like, just speaking on the mm. whole concept of it in, in general, you know? Yeah, Can't Convince Me, I mean, it just came from really, like, finding out what I can do, you know, that that year. A lot more experimental? Yeah, experimental. Like, okay. I remember the first song you hear, Disagree, that has my boy Eric Young on it. He was living in my house for a little bit. And I just remember, like, him and I would talk all the time about, like, life and shit. Um, and also bullshit. But, <laughs> um, but I remember, it, like, you know, I'm just, uh, him and I were just, like, just talking about like not being afraid you know what I mean because mm. he's somebody who's always been like very unapologetic and I don't know just having that kind of like energy around like starts to kind of change your perspective a little bit mm. and yeah like I don't give a fuck in a good way though like yeah it's, it's like a, an excessive confidence it's not cocky I just it's like excessive confidence because sure, I have a friend about like around yeah. me that's like, well, I mean, Jimmy's like that bro oh really yeah I look at this well I'm like he if I am around me, I don't think I'd be the person I am today. You think so? Yeah, I, I, I know so. I know so. Because it's like unapologetic. That's the exact word for it. Uh, okay. You know? And like every aspect. So So basically, though, okay, while I'm bringing up like that, how that influenced uh, any of it was because then that night I wrote Disagree, which was like in a completely different style. It was the first like rock song, I think, legitimately that I had written. Mm. Everything before then was like pop, R&B, or rap, you know? And I remember Eric heard it. He's like, this shit is dope, dog. <laughs> I was like... And... Uh, yeah, and then the thing is, is like he... Well, one, he's not really that easy to like impress. Mm. So... Cause, so it was like a value especially, yeah, yeah, Especially because like him and I, like, we show each other our shit, like, all the time. And right. we're just like, oh, that's cool, dog. Oh, that's tight. Like, oh, okay, this one's whatever. So, yeah, and then after that, like, I was like, you know what? What else can I do, like, in this range? You know what I mean? And realized, you know, realized then, like, no, this is the fucking attitude and energy that I have right now is, like, during that project was a, a, a I'm not agreeing with what I am told I'm supposed to be mm. like it was the process of making that I felt like gave me just a lot of freedom in being myself mm. real like, quick was that due to maybe people telling you 
something works and that's like you knowing prior stuff that you made already worked or what do you mean when you say somebody's not telling you to be where you're supposed to be like was it due to you knew you could make stuff that maybe people already agreed with or as you said was it just strictly like you know what I'm just going to challenge myself anyway it doesn't matter if they like it or not mm. kind of trial and error all the time or is it just like I know I've liked this cup like you know kind of style and like I'm just willing to try it or is it more or less a like, lot of uh, man it's a lot of it's a lot of things like talking about breaking like free from mm. what you think people want you to be one part of that is external but like a huge part of that is just internal you know what I mean like of maybe like maybe you're making the world to be like that maybe it's not actually you know what I mean maybe that's just your anxiety or whatever fucking talking to you definitely and like just embracing like hey maybe I don't gotta be rapping like all the time or maybe my music doesn't have to sound like only the things that I've been exposed to or the things on the radio or whatever you know what I mean for a while I thought it was like you have to rap like this you gotta make a song like this you gotta you know what I mean and talk about these things and be relatable in this way and it was just like finally well not finally but I was like let me just go full into that instead of like I just stopped asking for advice basically it was like what happened Sorry. that's like the best way to put it I stopped asking, how am I supposed to do this? And what am I supposed to do? I was like, I'm just going to fucking do it. Yeah. I feel you, man. That's fire, bro. Yeah. Really so that's that. where, like, can't convince me. That's where I just, when I decided that was going to be the name of, like, the album. Which was I named. the breakdown because it makes perfect sense. <laughs> I promise you. Which was named after the song can't convince me which is on the project and can't convince me the song is actually written about like um about being addicted to drugs and becoming sober mm. and just know and, and like interestingly enough right somehow it all comes back down to that shit you know uh but I just had realized like okay cause what was cause I usually don't like breaking down like a song because I like people to interpret it themselves. But like I'll tell you this about that song was, uh, my one of my friends, like closest to me ever, he was going through uh, sobriety. Okay, like, and he's been clean for like, I think a year and some change now or whatever. Okay, but. Uh, at that point, you know, he was like, I'm finally going to get clean. And I was seeing him, like, kind of go through the ups and downs of that and change as a person, like, for the best. I was like, yes, dude, this is the person I fucking grew up with. Like, I miss that. And seeing how convicted he was, I think that's the right word. Like, how, like, you couldn't change his mind, dude. Like, he was staying sober and on top of that it's not just about not doing the drug it's about embracing the new things in your life the discipline is the biggest thing yeah the, uh, the discipline of new things in your life and things that pour into you and you know and I just remember seeing like all the ups and downs like he, he had a roommate that uh, was like also in recovery and then 
like just full blown went off the deep end and shit and oh man dude that shit was fucking crazy and he was uh well that's yeah no and then he got and he got like sober as fuck especially after that oh, yeah, <laughs> right. Right. but but just like being steadfast you know and and seeing it through to the end i don't know it was just really fucking inspirational especially because drowning in the summer going back there it was uh my older brother died of like a overdose yeah and so to then see like this other person i consider my brother like to be able to overcome all that shit two sides of the spectrum yeah dude so that was i mean there was was just a lot of like growth going on during the time we can't convince me for sure. I appreciate the transparency with everything, bro. Yeah, dog. It's been... It makes us... It makes us really fuck with you. Yeah, bro. Thanks, Just because I feel like you're giving us some great content, but also just... I appreciate you just being yourself, you know? So it's been... I appreciate it because I thought it was just going to be a music video, like, 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 interview, you know? No, so, right. <laughs> it's like a whole genuine yeah, conversation like, and, like, partially an interview. Well, no, that's what these platforms are for, man. So thank mm. you guys for opening up your space to have me on here to be able to... No, nah, man, we appreciate it, bro. I understand. Yeah. It's been hard for us. I swear to God, bro. Yeah. Uh, honestly, right. yeah. Honestly, yeah. Um, I wanted to get your socials in. Maybe if you can speak on the the new 2023 project. I don't know if you can give us a little sneak preview. Let's talk about it, you know? Damn. So, yeah. all right. 2022. Everybody's 2023. 2023. Yeah, 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 we both love those projects. Can't convince me. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go tap in. I know. Yeah, I like to go to all the other stuff before. I was on Bluff. I think it was. Yeah. I, think, yeah. I think that was the one song off Bluff? the album. I think that was oh, Bluff. Okay. I think that was the one song I gotta listen to. Okay. Yeah, dude, go check out Bluff and the rest. It can't convince me. Okay, you can find me at innovator.com spelled with three N's. I got a website. I got a website. What the hell is your website like? What's going on? I gotta know. Uh, you know, pull it up, okay? <laughs> Innovator.com. <laughs> spell it with three N's. I N N N O V A C O R. Check me out on Instagram. Innovator. Three N's. I N N N O V A T O R. Uh, on his awesome. Blake Jones, find me on Spotify. Can't yeah. convince me. That's hard. Oh, now it just turned a year. Mm-hmm. Put it down, down. That's what the, but, bro, we talked about Brandon. You didn't mention your website. I don't know what he did. I was waiting for this moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's hard, bro. We really appreciate you, bro. Dude, thank you guys for having me. I was thinking to be the first, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. more, bro. Yeah, bro. You're going to have to come I just appreciate the conversation in general. Yeah, we just barely got and The fact that Jose's not here as well, I know Jose would have loved to ask you yeah. much as well as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, man, that's just another dynamic to our squad. And he would have had his own questions as well. So I know this shit would have been more extra fun for you. Because I feel like it, it, was, it, was, it was a vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, for sure, yeah, bro. Real shit, bro. Yeah, for sure. Hey, thank you guys again for having me. <laughs> nah, thank you, bro. Thank you, bro. Oh, sir. This shit was immaculate. For sure. Sign us. Yeah, nah. And thank you guys for tapping in episode nine. Damn it, bro. Let me do my thing, all right? I thought you were going to finish. Nah, I was waiting for it. I was was, was hoping you were going to finish. Nah, thank y'all for tapping in episode nine. Season two, Juice Podcast. Jooms. Frankie. Jooms, Jooms, Jooms. Mr. Mixer over there. Yeah, boy, Jooms.